Now, now again, this has nothing to do at all <laughs> with. <No. laughs> I might you know take how, all of this. If you, I if you are watching this show, you know how we start off everything that we start. Tangents within tangents. All right. Okay. Step forward. Welcome to the Then and Out podcast. I'm your host, C Diesel, aka Mr. Yellowbelly, aka your auntie's Mr. favorite midnight snack. I have my co-host with me. How y'all doing? Brother, brother Lelouch, brother E. Doing good, man. Doing yeah. good. I'm, I'm a little pissed off that Otis has that uh that badass background, and I have I forgot I had him make that a long ass time ago. I've yet to put that up anywhere yet. I gotta send that to me again so I can use that. I forgot all, <laughs> I forgot all about that. I about that too. Uh, but anyways, we're doing <laughs> right. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. We have, we have, I don't think we've done we've done like a couple, a hand, well, maybe like three animes on here. It's, mm-hmm. Some of them are kind of hybrids if you want to count them, but this is, I think I think it's the first like actual anime anime that we've covered on then and now. Um, we are all three extreme big fans of anime. Um, yeah, yeah. probably Otis, the biggest out of all the three. Yeah, um, and Demon Slayers is, is um, a big mainstream one that's coming up. Apparently, it's one of the big three, the new big three, according to a lot of people. Otis, Otis oh. hates that expression. Otis will punch, <laughs> but I agree. They, they, they've already established it themselves. My hero, Demon Slayer, and Jujutsu Kaisen, they're like outsold mm. and made more money collectively with their with their movies and with their shows and some of the other big three did in their yeah, time didn't demon slayer just outdo titanic not too long ago in japan it took me a little bit to get into it a lot of the modern anime i'm kind of takes me a little bit to get into them for whatever reason i don't know why but once i get into it i was hooked um what was it you didn't like was it because they not, do have the dub on uh, netflix was it just the art it's style? not even i don't like it's not that i didn't like it like i enjoyed it i liked style. it I liked it. It was just like I just wasn't captured by it. You know what I What's mean? What's interesting like, about that, for those who don't know, Dev's one of his favorite periods to watch is the feudal Japan era. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know this is probably what late 19th century. No, is it 19th century? This is still like 17th century, I think. But, but so this is right in the. It's got to be late because they got steam trains now. Because they have steam trains, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'm saying. So, but this is still around the area that you like a lot. So I figured you would have been drawn yeah, to it. Yeah, and that's cool. I'm, again, I love it now. But initially, I don't know if it was the. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was about. But this show is good. It just, it took me a minute to get hooked into it to where I just had to watch it. Mm-hmm. And then that, what really killed me with the movie is that that break happened in between. Between the movie and the uh, the ending of the season. So, I like, with certain anime, the break is so long, I'll forget what the anime was even about. Yeah, like, Attack on Titan, the break, yeah, I damn near need break. to go back and rewatch the entire first three seasons to, like, remember all the you, characters. You, you really the do need to, like... <laughs> to, to understand anything that's happened this fourth this fourth season, you have to refresh those things in your mind. Because I had to go back and do the same things. So I watched the first episode, like, what? Who was this? What? Like, I can actually relate to you a little bit because, like, the it wasn't actually the anime that hooked me on the anime. It was the manga. Like, right. uh, I, I'm usually the type of person that, like, when I'm when I'm looking for things to read, I look for things that are finished. I saw uh, Demon Flare was done. I was like, you know what? and it was it was fantastic like it was one of the best reads i've had in manga in my entire life of reading manga and i started reading manga since 
Oh my god. Uh, before Charles was one, I think. I think it was before. I think Probably. maybe. Yeah. I have to clock that. I have to clock that. Back, back during Jim Crow, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> god, you had to bring that already. Already. <laughs> five minutes in. I know, I mean, spoiler alert, Otis's family literally had him reading. He had to read all the time as a kid. So it makes sense that you would start reading as you know, if you were if you were ten years old and you started reading manga, you'd have been borders. reading it longer than Charlie yeah. was born. So yeah. The borders, the, the, the borders, the borders closed before. Yes, it is the measuring stick for sure. Like that, but then and now, measuring stick older than Charlie. Yes, Jesus Christ, that's the. Yeah, <laughs> that's we, we always use it by Charlie's age. That's literally it's in the it's in the it's in the font that we have. It's in our, our, it's in our letterhead. Now reading through this, it's a very, very concise, detailed, and well done story. It's not like you know, like Naruto that has like four hundred something issues, or One Piece that has a thousand issues. He only has one hundred and fifty two. And right. it's done. Like it's done. Did, it, it's my woman, and didn't yes, she like? Is. She's like, yeah. She's like, I'm. I'm. This is it. This is the story mm -hmm. I wanted to tell. I don't care about your jump politics, children jump politics. This is the story I wanted to tell, mm -hmm. and I'm done. And they're right. like, no, please. This is so popular. Milk they're this, please. We need money. Like, I'm out. No, but now I'm excited to watch the anime because, like, the, going back and watching the anime after reading it. Like I see the, what they did to certain scenes, how they enhance certain things, how they pull things back, and I just I get so excited for the animation going forward that mm. I'm, it, it's just a great experience watching it uh, after reading. So, it. so, so that's so. one thing I actually uh, picked up the, the manga and I'm reading back the, the parts that I've that have already been shown in the anime because I don't want to be spoiled. Hmm. But what's funny about it is like it doesn't to me animation is my single favorite medium because the, the the anime brought so many elements that the manga simply can't can't have the color vibrant colors the way that when he's doing it, the different breathing techniques how amazing it looks a kind of uh, okami like type of art style those things can't exist at least not to that extent in the manga let's get into the story aspect let's get it breaking down the parts before we get into the animation uh this season the arc of this season did you guys enjoy the story that was told in the the demon entertainment the um, internet entertainment district um i really honestly uh i don't really feel like this this season was about the story it was mm -hmm. set up for fights like this was a fight season half a season i think like seven of the 12 episodes were a fight this this was a this, yeah this was a yeah this is it's a battle fight, anime episode yeah it's one fight yeah yeah, yeah. This, this happened really fast I mean I feel like as soon as they as soon as they got recovered from the Mugen train stuff it was like right into another thing mm -hmm. which I actually enjoyed about this with most shonen you have that like period in Whoa. between events mm -hmm. where it's just like all right slice of lives here recuperations here maybe they'll learn a new technique every now and then this is like nah we rested we recovered new mission we're gone and i yeah. think that's part of what makes demon slayer good is that there's not a lot of filler mm. at all they're it's really, they're really there is none. yeah that's the new age of anime they don't do because they're not they're not constantly having to churn out material all the time naruto is like 700 solid episodes and half it's literally filler this is just We, we streamlined it to just the parts that actually have been adapted from a finished product. All right. Anything you need to know about these characters, they fill in with like flashbacks during the fight. That's one thing. It's slightly annoying, but it, it works. You get it in and you learn more about like, um, in particular with Tanjiro, you'll, he'll be in the middle of a fight and they'll like, they'll flashback to like his family or whatever, to that moment in which his family was killed. And they'll kind of give you more details in each little flashback. They kind of tell you more about him and how his, his family dynamic as they go on. 
and they'll do it in the middle of a fight to where it's like all right it's over with fight continued like here's some backstory yeah. on them development on them and then now we're into the fight this is how it's relevant during the uh the the, the mugen train film there's a part where you see uh his family again pretty much you deal with the guilt that tanjiro has for what happened to his family as far as mm -hmm. he feels guilty that, that he wasn't there to protect them and that guilt is in a way almost he kills himself over and over again strategically during that so as charlie was just saying the idea that mm -hmm. he's that seeing backstory during fights to help develop characters a really really uh really good tool they use do they use it a bit much possibly but i think they use it so well that you don't mind the way tengen you see him his relationship he had with his wives his three wives his harem of wives oh uh, my they, god they, they, that, that boy but they but they do they use it well they use it his back is so you understand how they the four of them are in love with each other and that kind of stuff uh i guess mormons in japan but so it, it works i'm enjoying the way they're using the family flashback thing i'm only i'm just kind of scared that it's going to get towards the naruto swing area if you keep using it over and over <laughs> again then like there's only so much you can show us that like in that whole flashback because you've seen right. it already through the seasons uh prior in the movie now again in this season i'm like okay are we about to have to go it's like the naruto swing where oh he's right. back there he's depressed again or it's it, not it, necessarily the naruto swing it's just that so much happened in that particular time period for tanjiro that it's going to be constantly referenced and the more you go through the story, you realize how important Tanjiro's family line is to the story. So, like, I mean, they, they, it is a recurring thing, like, you know, the swing. But it's not like, you know, you're seeing the same part of it every time. You get right. this right. piece. You get this it's piece. Different. You know what I'm saying? But it is going back to the same spot. Like, I can't deny that yet. It's the same, I, roughly yeah. the same era. But essentially, the, even in the movie, the Mugen Train, you see his time that it didn't actually exist where he was where he's with his family mm -hmm. like a little further on as far as like if he was still around they hadn't died right and there's other flashbacks in the first season where you see him his, his time with his dad his dad was in the fire dance that kind of stuff so he's, even though he's, he's having flashbacks with his family it's kind of different times with them or 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 um visions he has of what, what, what could have been so it's not the exact same moment we, we, we played over and over again the like copy and paste flashbacks um i personally when it comes to anime i enjoy them to a certain extent but part of me when it comes to storytelling i feel as though that all, while the backstory on the character is great i feel like a more focus on the way that this character is going to develop going forward should be the focus mm. in the story like especially which first season i get it because you're telling the backstory of a character you're getting who they are as a person but once you're getting to a second season and on at that point i want to see how this character is developing not the past trauma that's holding this character down at least to an extent fair. keep but it around I mean, it's, it's going to be a part of who they are as a person but hmm. i want that's more of a focus point. on who they're going to become not who they were right because who they were isn't necessarily always relevant to the current person they are at that moment in time yeah i see what you mean, I, I, I see what you mean but i gotta disagree just because like when it, when it comes to tanjiro specifically like overcoming those those things in his past is where he's going like like that's 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 his projection. They show a difficulty. They show uh, a demon that helps him realize that difficulty, and then mm. he beats that demon, and then he overcomes that difficulty. Like that's that's how they pretty much format their their arcs. Right. It's, it's yeah yeah exactly. It's it's the own personal internal struggle that he's overcoming in a way. Another pit, a pitfall that can arise from this is something that happens in Dragon Ball Z to some extent, where they have where they would use retcon. <laughs> <laughs> essentially so they'll oh. say well let's 
kind of retcon this idea that we didn't have before. The original, original idea, they didn't have it in Dragon Ball. There were no Saiyans. It was Goku kind of was, was meant to be a journey to the West, so he's meant to be kind of the Monkey King, and then they kind of mm. changed it in Dragon Ball Z, starting that he's well, actually he's from another planet, and there's other people like him too with the tail and everything. So you can fall into that problem, um, but but I, I but I, I, I agree with Otis in that it, it because of these flashbacks or because these these uh, backstories are directly tying into his, him going forward. I think right. both you and Dev and Otis can be satisfied with the idea of him being him growing forward because of his his past. Right. And this story in particular, uh, be to be more specific when it comes to his backstory being part of his future, uh, they've also a lot of emphasis on his father and yeah, his daddy. what his father was, what his father did, all that stuff. That's the big mystery up in the air to this point. And the, 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 the birthmark, where it was, which right. said it, was, it, was, it was an accident, but actually right. part of it. Ironically enough, it's both. It is a birthmark, but also it is yeah, a sign that he is a chosen one. Kind of right. Thing. So they're doing the whole Sonnen thing where he's destined to some kind of destiny, Basically. which is yeah. great. It's cool. So I'm ready to see where that's going to go. But... Yeah. That's why I'm not super mad at all the flashbacks because obviously they're a significant part of who he is going for. I'm just scared that they're going to overdo it to some extent. In regards to other characters that were brought into the season, um, obviously we talked about Tengen a while ago and his, uh, his three wives. <laughs> Did you guys enjoy Tengen as a character? Tengen is dope. Tengen is my... Four favorite Hashira. He's my Jesus. I mean, they're, they're honestly dope third, though. Like, like number one, I'm I'm not gonna talk about him yet because they haven't really shown him. Wait, no, they show all the Hashira. So, so you're going, point. yeah, but you're you're going mainly off of, off of manga lore, mm. then, as opposed yeah, to like a, overall, like not to the point in the anime, but overall, like out of all of them, yeah, he's. Because number one is the wind guy, number two is the blind wind, number three is Rengoku, and four is Tengu. So, mm. the, win, the wind guy, he's got white hair. He looks like like uh, Bakugo, but in, in Demon Slayer version. Oh, that that the one that was an ass mm -hmm. no, that was, was stabbing the yeah he was basically trying yeah, <laughs> yeah okay yeah. Jesus he's, dope. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, dope. he's he's like Bakugo but angrier right yeah. on it's, it's interesting us as human beings we we're so fascinated and have to have some form of a group or elite group in which they're just better than other people mm -hmm. especially in our like our media like when you look at something whether it's like the last airbender with the white lotus or if you look at Naruto with like the twelve guardians or the Sanin or da 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 da. Akatsuki, we love putting people in groups and having those groups be more special than other people. And we yeah. find an injury. I'd never get tired of that. Like, no, so we kind of form a group. I don't know it, why. Basketball is teams. You know what I'm saying? It's the squad. Right? Yeah, it's the team. Well, even, even within basketball, you have the All Stars, then you have the Olympics, which is called the Dream Team back in the day. And mm -hmm. everything. So, but part of it is a psychological thing. It's that the idea of, say, if, of us feeling that much more safe. If you feel if there's a, a super duper elite squad, like angels out there protecting us from everything else. Mm -hmm. You're that much safer. Yeah. Tingen for me, yeah. I enjoyed Tingen. I, I I enjoyed the aspect of him being um a ninja and not being a typical samurai. I thought that was right. really interesting having his <laughs> even though he's like the buffest, biggest ninja. Like how what right. can you, where can you be I thought especially with his his one thing I do love in when it comes to Demon Slayer is the skill set that these characters have and how the yeah. skill sets reflect their personalities. Yeah. Him being a ninja, having sound abilities was really interesting to me. So like now it's not like, because you know like Naruto really rubbed me the wrong way. We won't stay on Naruto for too long, but 
with Naruto ninja, was a ninja show. No yeah, thing. with ninjas being loud and like like it started yeah. like that, but they had kaiju loud. battles. What's ninja about that? Exactly. There was never. I don't think it was ever. It so was weird. It's, a, it's a ninja aesthetic, but it the really main wasn't character like, wears orange. It's supposed to be a ninja. Come on now. This show in particular, him being a ninja, him having abilities of sound being a large part of who he is, and then even his weapons being like, I'd say like. Like it's not, they're like nunchaku, but like they're mm-hmm. chain blades. Yeah, blades. yeah. he yeah. used because he kind of uses them like nunchucks in a way, but they're swords. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but I mean, that I mean, against <laughs> we're getting to spoilers he, when he loses his hand during the fight, he's able to still wield them because they're connected. I mean, it, it pays mm-hmm. off. It's kind of a plant and payoff that came up that way, right? Yeah. The fun parallel with that was, if I'm sure you guys caught it too, was how it's meant to be it's Rengoku and his three, and then also Rengoku and Tanjiro. Uh, Zenitsu and uh, I was gonna no yeah, the, it's the, no the three different sets of three essentially. Sorry, the two different sets of three with with, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, the Tengen in the middle essentially. Tengen, mm-hmm. Aaron Goku, <laughs> Tengen. So it's kind of it's just to show the different types Person of relationships they have and how they work and as teams and different types of that. So I, so I really appreciate that the storytelling behind that angle of things. Missing one pretty bad chick this season, and that's a uh, Nezuko. Nezuko was great. Oh, she boy. went ultra mega <laughs> she hulk super saiyan duper. I was like, wow. I I yeah. need, I'm I'm really she's one aspect of the show I can't wait to get development on an info on or why she's different than because we've seen in every fight she's been a part of with other demon, especially the upper level demons. Their surprise to her is like why she's like this. Like they'll fuck her right. up and she'll come back stronger. Oh, they'll see her and she's moving fast. They're like, bro, you're not right. like the rest of us. What I love about Nezuko is A, why it is that she was, is willing to not kill P- I know the whole idea she was, she was, when she was asleep and she was being uh, hypnotized over and over again to pretty much not kill people. She sees her family as every human, essentially. But still, the idea that even before that, she was willing to defend Tanjiro when he was knocked out in front of the Ashura. Why it is that she's not hasn't given in to her the, the urges to, to eat blood to drink blood and why it is that she's able to heal so much faster i know she had the blood from the the apex demon essentially kind of gave her gave her his blood directly so that definitely helps uh but then see how she is going more and more super saiyan super duper saiyan too so i'm, I'm curious you to see how guys all this have is. a theory of what it could be just curious like i won't answer if you're right or wrong um, but I'm curious if you have a theory. Uh, my theory is that that family bloodline has something in particular that makes them almost like some on some Sinju. Again, we went back to Naruto again. Uh, <laughs> Sinju Uchiha type tip where that bloodline makes them in like just innately good at whether it's swordsman techniques or in general, they have something special about them. And the demon, um, I can't remember the main demon's name in that show. Can I either? Muzan? Oh, Muzan, yeah. Hey, Muzan. Uh, Mike Jack? Yeah, bro, they got him looking like straight <laughs> up Mike Jack. It's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, Mujan criminal right there, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah in his earlier form, yeah. Not yeah the, them getting not, changed not into the demons not makes the, them the, yeah. makes them especially strong. Almost in a similar vein of how like when an Uchiha or Sinju get the opposite's blood, then it like unlocks the shit because they have both halves of the of yeah. the, um, the Sage yeah. Six Path, the Yin Yang, and Sage Six Path DNA. I'm thinking sense. something similar to that. The word something special about that, and then the demon. That, that's the, that makes the most sense. That their bloodline, because right. they, they have teased the idea that his that they're because the Tanjiro and his sister obviously have the same dad, and their dad is very special. They, they made that clear. There could be another thing too, something more devious, more nefarious. If the actual demon who made her kind of 
deliberately set her there, set her there as like a Manchurian candidate plant, like in a way to kind of like nest amongst the people for a longer time to do something later on. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'd be dope. It's, it's dope. All, all good theories. I mean, those are yeah. yeah you're just... She's a character that I enjoy characters like her because they show so much without saying a lot like right the fact she doesn't speak it is able she to exude speaks. emotion which in itself to me is amazing that they can exude that much um emotion through animation yeah because facial expressions are a real big thing when it comes to reading somebody's emotion so the fact you can draw that to that extent to where we can like see how they feel even without yeah. the, the that, voice that's acting. the cool thing with animation like they can literally emit it like you know you can see a burst of red energy oh, off of somebody if yeah, they're mad yeah. and stuff like that so like there's a lot of ways to do it. My favorite scene from this season probably wasn't even a big battle scene. It was just when when Tanjiro was trying to hold back, like his worst fear come to come to pass when she's mm-hmm. she's Don't super duper charged. Or she's a she's huge. She's like twice his size, trying to attack people, trying to eat them. And Tanjiro's doing everything he can. And he's already super duper weak. And his mom comes back from the dead to like in his dream to say, hey get the fuck up and, and stop her from killing people and he has to like hold her back while he's and she's beating him with her elbows and everything uh and then of course a, a Tengen comes in pretty much like I'm, like I'm gonna kill her if she doesn't stop it's like everything's going just to shit for him uh and i love that scene so it's, yeah it's tanjiro cool. had for sure shown in main character um resilience in that in that in this season because he was getting fucked up and was like awesome. i still get up and do more Awesome, I, I can't right. breathe, but I still move. I don't have any ribs left. That man was goaded in this season to me because he had every every bodily ailment physically possible that you could imagine happen to him, and still found a way. And right, he you saw it, you heard it, you heard or didn't it, yeah. hear it, depending on what was happening to Tanjiro at right. the time. It was like, yeah, we still gonna take down this six moon. What do you mean? if we get this later on if you want to but there's a part where he has his hands like one of his hands like his main hand the like, four out of five fingers are broken he has uh like three or four ribs just shattered he has blood in his eye he has a, a spike like the actual spike like the the tip of one of those blades through his it's going through his chin mm-hmm. uh he is he was knocked out unconscious. He can't even breathe his right way anymore. He was All poisoned these, at that time. Poisoned, by that severely poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> scarlet rot. If you play Elden Ring, he has scarlet rot, the worst kind of poison <laughs> going through his body. He is on a worst kind of binge imaginable. Bro, he's almost not to the same extent, but he's getting the mark treatment from Invincible, where it's like every fight he's in, he's getting fucked Pretty up. Much. I, I, I don't know if y'all enjoy this, but in an anime, especially in Shonen, where a character gets a power up or whatever. And they come to unveil that power up, and they just dominate whoever they fight. Yes, I I love that, like the, like Vegeta nineteen type tip where he's achieved super. Now you get to just see him assert his dominance. Granted, he'll struggle later on. Just like you saw what happened later with eighteen. Yeah, but I, I want yeah. those moments of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gone, gone. gone. <laughs> you know. with the whimpers, like. <laughs> Better example. Um, you can't not see it. Once the character gets a power up, I want to see to what extent this power up is strong sure Two, that's just me I, I love an anime when they do that when they get that that moment of dominance before they get into a struggle yeah, yeah um, i, 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 I love gotta, that one is earned though because like that's a lot the of biggest times, thing 
He's so earned, if anybody's earned it, it's Tanjiro. No, point. no, no. It's, it's earned. Yeah, I'm not exactly. Saying it's earned. He does yeah. earn it. But the thing yeah. is, like, I understand why he got so messed up in that situation. You got to remember, like, these are demons that have been hunting demon slayers for hundreds of years. Right. Like, to think that you're just going to come in and get one power up and, like, just brush through them, no problem. It's like, 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 listen, we got to talk about Bleach. You guys know how I feel about Bleach. Mm-hmm. Ichigo, a 17 year old in no universe, be able to beat thousand year old Aizen that has plans since before he was born like there's it just doesn't make sense and he's still new on the job he's still right that typically happens in shonen honestly um in most of the and it's it's really just I think what it is is that these thousand year old people that have been hunting demon slayers get not complacent in a sense but they overestimate it's a whole thing of like overestimate or underestimation of the competition and then that underdog rises up that's the whole i think yes. idea of a shonen is the underdog rising so they always underestimate the underdog it, it is it is hubris you're right but i think that this show in, in manga does it pretty well for two main reasons one is that it did show he had a two-year trial period he was he was basically e-class he was at the very bottom for and then he trained for two years and all that did was right. he got him into his got his foot in the door and then even after that he's still getting waxed by lots of his uh, enemies. I mean, early on, his sister had to save his life. Otherwise, he would have gotten like, killed in like, the first or second job. Uh, and then mm-hmm. also, Lupin Train, you see uh, everything they go through. Uh, he's pretty much down for the count. And then when Goku comes in there, and he, they have, he has to finish off the guy who pretty much just defend off, I forgot, the uh, old boy number three. Did Ayaka? I want to say I'll it's, check into it. We all know who it is. He's got the vest that he's kind yeah, of... He's a, he's, a hands. he's a monster. He's a monster. He's a monster. But, but the thing is, there's no reality in which, no matter how you slice it, he would have destroyed. He was actually coming with his fist right at Tanjiro's face. He would have killed him. So it's as even as he's getting more and more powered up, he's still not strong enough to handle these things. And then later on, in season, I guess season three, essentially, what happens with Tanjiro is he's using the two techniques, the water breathing and the fire breathing, which he's essentially been inadvertently honing the most. So it doesn't seem out of no, it doesn't seem like it's far fetched or out of out of left field. He's been doing it, even building towards it. So he's using them. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. It tracks. If you look like if you look at the numbers, how many of them versus how many <laughs> demons they fought, it was what like six one two. <laughs> yeah. Like they definitely got the Thanos treatment there. Like they right, and they're still barely. They're like <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not winning. They're losing. So. The yeah. big thing that's the big elephant in the room, the animation. Um, uh, we could we could talk all day about this. Um, this is one of the better animations I've ever seen when it comes like from the colors. <laughs> the, one of the best. It's top five easily. How could how could it not be? I don't I don't it's I can't even describe put my finger on exactly what it is one it's not even one thing, it's just in the culmination of different techniques like it's just the cinematography and the shots the music i'll i will say the music in this show isn't a, a huge part of what makes the animation great to me also the music makes a sense of tension and uh it, it, it escalates the 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 level of action that's going on in certain fights there's, sense of urgency. there's urgency but also a sense, a sense of gravity and the gravity right. also the the, the the instruments that wind, wind flutes and everything they're using it seems time period appropriate so it's you feel like you're an epic battle in ghost of Tsushima or whatnot right kind of a thing which is another reason why i love that time period because the instruments that are predominant in those time periods are like the pan flutes, pan flutes. the wood flutes the i don't know the name of that instrument it's like a japanese guitar yeah i bring, I bring yeah. it up all the time yeah. and I uh, say I'm gonna look it up, but I never look it up. I'll, I'll do we it. We can't now. find it. We tried to find it one night.
those instruments always for me those combined with rather you want to put in like 808s or snares or whatever or whatever other instrument type thing you put in those key components always make that time period animation or movies or whatever feel great sound great to me agree um uh, yeah, and all those uh, parts together just make this an amazing experience when you're watching the fights i don't know that it could have made an animation a series like this as well as it is you know 10 years ago or so if they because it actually does incorporate cgi elements but it does it really well it does it seamlessly as opposed to you know fucking berserk 2018 which i still have nightmares about it it, it incorporates the cgi and other um, graphics into the the seamlessly into the 2d 2d animation so that you it only enhances it as opposed to getting in the way making it worse what i really need now is a lot more sword on sword action in the show the demon fights are cool i either need a demon with a katana or i need more people like i just katana sword on sword violence is just wow to me i love sword it. On sword violence I mean, you sword got on sword, sword on sickle violence this season that was cool. yeah that, that, that's that's what it was cool. that's what lady yeah, bladed uh scarfs or whatever you want to call her power was like that was that oh like, yeah, yeah some of those things where she was throwing those scarves at tondro and he was just blocking those off like that was fire but <laughs> so the most terrifying thing in the road is a demon wielding swords like why why is god hate me that much that a a creature are to arm a creature i mean pretty much they're strong enough without <laughs> right one person who's slowly become my favorite character out of that trio like not um not a nose kill. What was the the, the lightning guy zanitsu oh, yes. <laughs> lightning my boy the Nisu fights are always sick to me because I love when a demeanor changes about a character. I was some Super Saiyan 4 Goku shit, like when his whole demeanor changes and he's yeah, just like, I'm here, to I'm here to murder you. I'm going to murder yeah. you. And then his speed, the light, again, lightning was swords for me too. I just, I don't know. These are just little aspects I find myself to enjoy when I'm watching. You're a Sasuke fan. What you're saying? I'm not, in fact, a Sasuke fan. I No, no, <laughs> no. Here's a problem: is it no. is the stereotype because you know we all know black folks in super in superhero books are always made like, everything from static shock to black lightning to storm. We're always the characters that that are that have lightning powers. Uh, we electrify so everything, baby. We electrify we everything. Uh, but it, it 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 is dope though. I Zenitsu is awesome about him. Is he's kind of a weird, like uh, kind of annoying uh, hypochondriac when he's normal, but when he's in his sleep mode, his his Hulk form or his uh the 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 hide mm -hmm. his jekyll is actually mm -hmm. better it's actually like a more cool like customer the time this series yeah. is completely over zanitsu is definitely my second favorite character that's what he's, he's damn near zadoichi at this point because he's closing he's his eyes every time these cool. cool. eyes are closed every fight I'm he's, like, he's literally asleep he's not even he's yeah. literally asleep i'm like you communicating yeah. when you're asleep my boy how, how the hell does this work communicates better when he sleeps somehow. and not when his eyes are closed and he's asleep i don't get i don't get it but i, 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 I like it you want to go ahead and give this show a rating out of 10 this season at least this out of 10. You, we're, we're so, we can about... actually we can give it overall i mean it doesn't have to be just because i feel like it's well, it's not a finished product technically yet no. so i don't want to give it a, okay. the show itself okay. a rating okay we, we can go with progress a few moments later Bong is a finished I mean, otis knows the but that's six and a half hours later but, so. but you said that this compared to promise neverland season two this is not not nearly as good as a better you better watch that one eternity later a rating we'll start from left to right mr lelouch what you got 
as well. Um, if I'm, I'm gonna go, go ahead and say the, the whole manga, what my rating is on that, and I'm gonna give that a nine. That seems fair. Seems very fair. Okay, so, we're reviewing the anime. So, he gonna give a manga review. That's crazy. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a nine too. I think this is almost as perfect as it can get. I really enjoyed the season. Uh, we talked about the 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 break in between shows and trying to refresh yourself. I didn't need that much for this. I didn't rewatch anything on this, and I remembered stuff pretty well. And even and they reference about, it. right, so they they do pretty well with that. So yeah, yeah solid nine. Yeah, I'll give it a solid solid nine as well. Um, I know that there was a it seemed like there was a break between. So because what happened was they did the season one, then they did Mugen Train. Took a little break in the Mugen Train, but it seemed like there's a while between essentially season one originally and then season three essentially so it's kind of it, it took it was some time but i didn't mind it was worth it mm. and the, it's all on the screen the quality is all there i'd always 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 prefer quality to quantity mm-hmm. and there's no lack of that um and it's a uh, and again giving you know female manga kin writers and creators uh, the shout outs i mean obviously you no know, full metal alchemist in so it's so these are i love seeing that demon slayer is part of the mix as far as some of the greatest out there of all time well, guys, um, this has been another episode of the Then and Now podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. And see you later. Greatest podcast in the world. Poudini. Poudini. Attack on Titan, you wish you were a nine. Damn. Mm-hmm.